broadcasting from Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Soul Solutions, a show where we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. I'm your host, author, and certified life coach, Terry Kozlowski. Hello, warriors. Are you looking for closure? Do you need help, like my coaching services, to realize that you have the power within you to move forward? Are you looking to overcome your fears and limiting beliefs as you enter the new year? If so, you can join my Facebook group called Soul Solutions for Survivors and Overcomers. The link is in the show notes. Don't allow your egoic thoughts to keep you from living your best life in the new year. Now let's start this week's episode. Episode 131. How powerful it was when I realized closure is a myth of the ego. I'm an eternal optimist. I believe things will always work out for the best. Reconciliation will occur at some point and responding with love will always be the right course of action. But when my mother died, I realized that reconciliation with her couldn't happen. Furthermore, the closure I had been waiting patiently and hopefully for would not occur. My egoic mind had been waiting over three decades for closure with my mother concerning why she allowed three men to take my innocence while she watched. I wanted to understand how getting drugs from those addicts so they could abuse me meant more to her than I did. I wanted to fathom why she blamed me for her divorce with my dad. But when she passed in 2013, all the answers I was looking for died too. Interestingly, I wasn't suffering because my mother passed, as she and I hadn't spoken in over six years and I didn't even know where she was living. I felt anguish because I wasn't getting closure, which my egoic mind had been searching for. What is closure? It's tough to let go of something or someone that was once essential to you. Closure is a framework for decision-making that tries to resolve ambiguity and confusion on a particular subject. To end the unpleasant emotions that a loss has triggered, you look for closure by learning the reasons it occurred. By doing this, you're creating a mental puzzle of what transpired while analyzing how each piece fits into the bigger picture. When you're confident that you've put together the jigsaw to your satisfaction, that you found the solutions, it's therefore possible to move on because you have closure. The need for closure differs from person to person and seems to depend on circumstance along with personality traits and ideals. Some people actually want to prevent closure at any cost, and this can be because of their desire to avoid experiencing guilt, shame, rejection, and criticism from others. While being vague may have its benefits, once you know exactly what happened, you open yourself up to criticism for both yourself and others. People who seek order and predictability suffer when they can't discover the solutions that will allow them to move on, since they have a more rigid way of thinking and a poor tolerance for ambiguity. More flexible people who are at ease with uncertainty are better able to handle situations where closer cannot be reached. Are you holding on or healing? The fundamental objective of seeking closure is to find resolution to unresolved issues. But is the hassle worthwhile or is it wiser to leave things alone and move on? 
your desire for resolution preventing you from healing? Trying to get someone to give you closure might be risky because it can turn into a crutch that prevents you from taking action to pivot in a new direction. Or you're requesting information from someone who initially misled you. And if they had been honest with you, you wouldn't require closure. You can't not rely on the other person's honesty. Or you feel the level of closure is insufficient and wonder how to get more. This viewpoint questions the motivation underlying your need for closure. What happens when you've heard the person out? Or they don't express what you need to hear? Or you find it difficult to accept? Maybe you're clinging to something you should let go of. You need to allow yourself time to feel the loss, to understand what happened, and ultimately come to a resolution of your own and move on. Journaling enables you to consider your loss through a redemptive lens without blazing blame and emphasizing the positives which help you achieve closure. Closure is ultimately a challenging cognitive process, and when it's not possible to attain it, the key is learning to accept ambiguity. Healing should be your top focus when something ends, but first you need to deal with emotions and accept what is ways to overcome closure. Not everyone finds a resolution. Fortunately, you have other options that can aid you to accept a loss, deal with pain, and start moving on with your life. Finding closure on any level is a victory since the ultimate aim is serenity. The greatest way to get closure is to get rid of anyone or anything that impedes your happiness and concentrate on the people and things that make you happy. Is closure therefore crucial? I don't think so. Maybe all you truly need to get closure is to let it go. Closure denotes finality and letting go of the past. Finding a resolution entails fully accepting what has happened and respecting the change from what you've completed to something new. Closure is the capacity to transcend imposed boundaries in search of alternative options. Here are the four things that help me find closure with my mother. Number one, accept full accountability for your actions. The decision to take the required steps to move forward is ultimately yours. Get quiet and have a conversation with your soul in which you ask and respond to the following questions. Who or what are you clinging to and why? Does holding on make you happy or are you clinging to a situation because of how it was in the past and how you wish it had turned out? Are you using this search for closure as a justification to continue being stuck and unsatisfied? Or does concentrating on the past prevent you from advancing toward your future? Are you attempting to avoid facing loss and the void it causes? What does it truly mean if you're willing to let go? What must you accomplish? Do you worry about not knowing how things will turn out? What do you think will ultimately happen if you let it go? In the long term, it will be beneficial to be as honest as you can. 
Once you've made space for a better, more accurate knowledge of the circumstances, the anguish, hurt, fury, and disappointment will lessen. Number two, feel your loss. Take your time to do this. It's entirely up to each individual to determine the right time and the method for them. Never listen to others who say, just get over it. However, anguish shouldn't last for a long time. That is simply being stuck and deeply ingrained in the past. Making poor decisions later in life may be influenced by unfinished or protracted lamenting. For new, healthier relationships or opportunities to present themselves to you, you must be able to trust, be honest, and be your authentic self. Before moving forward, unfinished business needs to be resolved. One of the best methods to let out emotions is to cry. Crying isn't a terrible thing because you're more likely to feel better afterward. Losing individuals in your life is hard and trying to hide your emotions makes it even more difficult. When you're done crying, the release of emotions is relief. Number three, writing a letter that doesn't get sent. You can express and release everything you need to by writing it out. You must convey your true feelings. By putting everything on paper, you're letting go of any negative energy, too. This will help your healing process. I wrote a letter to my mother after she passed. I let her know what caused my pain, that I forgave her, how I moved on, and how I felt about her. Here is my letter to my mother. Dear Mom, it's been over 40 years since you watched three men molest me so you could have drugs and they left my little sister and, and me alone for three days. Although it completely altered what I thought of the world and myself, it didn't change who I authentically am. Yes, it was buried under the mask and armor I put on to protect myself, but I was never broken. I was always whole. Although there isn't any justification for the behavior, I forgave you. I understand you could never see past your own pain to take care of me. The journey you put me on, healing from my trauma you caused, allowed me to understand the questions we ask ourselves have to change. When you're hurting because of others' actions, we wonder, why me? But it's the wrong question. The why me question keeps us stuck in the past and in the pain. The better question to ask as we heal is, now what? Now that this trauma has occurred, what do I do? Now, what do I allow to happen to me? Now, what do I want? Now, what can I do to take control of my life? Now, what do I do to retake my power? See, when you ask a different question, it allows us to move forward something you never did. Now that you've passed, I know you're no longer in pain, and that makes me happy. I love you, Mom, and I always have. Terry. Number four, accept what is. Something has ended for a variety of reasons, with or without resolution. Even if it's a hard pill to swallow, you need to face it head on. You will bounce back because you are resilient. You might not be aware of the reason the situation didn't work out the way you wanted, 
but it will become clear in due course. The first stage of the healing is acceptance, and after you've healed, you move on. Transition is a process to help you move through change. You can ease through it with acceptance, or you can make it more difficult for yourself based on your attitude. If you fight it, it takes more time than necessary to move past it. But if you embrace the new situation, you can work through acceptance more easily. Recognizing the pain rather than attempting to make it go away brings genuine comfort. Life-altering experiences change you, and they're supposed to. Loss is to be accepted, not overcome. Grief is an experience that must be carried. You cannot solve it. Accepting what is allows you to look around, evaluate where you are, and decide where you want to go. Without acceptance, you can't move forward with clarity. Moving forward without closure. I didn't get closure from my mother for what she did to me in my childhood. She didn't tell me why it happened, but I probably wouldn't have accepted any reason for her justification for her actions. However, I could own my part of not healing sooner as I waited for reconciliation. And when she passed, the letter I wrote helped me to recognize that I always had the power within me to move forward. By sharing my story with you, I hope to inspire you to stay true to your values and forge your course while exercising patience and compassion for yourself. You will navigate through the loss in a way that is best for your heart and soul and in your own time. There's no rush. Your love and loss tale does not have to end with closure or be cleaned up and put away. It only requires you to accept it and carry the lesson. The aim is not closure. My desire for you is a gentler process for acceptance of what happened and integrating it into how you live today. Finding a resolution enables you to confidently and without regret go into the future. Understanding that you have gained something of value from each key person and event in your life, even if it didn't turn out the way you had expected. Do you need help to move past the need for closure? Are you looking for support to empower yourself to move forward? Do you want a strategy to help you create an extraordinary life? If you believe you cannot proceed alone, think about seeking my coaching services by getting in touch with me at terrykozlowski.com and we can put together an action plan for you to move past the need for closure and accept what is. To discover how I learned to forgive my mother, you can do so by reading my book, Raven Transcending Fear, available on Amazon, or you can go to raventranscendingfear.com for more information. Thanks for listening to Soul Solutions with Terry Kozlowski. If you'd like the show and want to learn more, check out terrykozlowski.com where you can find the links to everything we talked about in this episode. Please subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode as we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs.